0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank think again
1: road space is going to be reallocated to cyclists this is across parts of um Dublin city or south dublin anyway in particular there's going to be things like the removal of bus lanes in Ranelagh car park and space too some of that'll be gone at Merrion Square and it's all under the council's new act of Travel plans, but I want to know if you think it's a good idea. Own is with us uh, on the line today. Own, you are a cyclist. Do you welcome these plans?
2: You know, cars cause congestion, so anything that gives people a faster way to get into town, like like a safe cycleway, is is great for for improving the morning conju- uh, commute. You know,
1: what is your commute, Own, at the moment, or how will that be affected now by this proposal?
2: Uh, well, um. I, I, I don't I don't live in the Randall area. I, I, I live in Galway. I'm I'm um actually uh my parent who runs a cycle bus for kids getting getting to school in the morning. So you know, we uh each day each day we run we, we kinda take fifty or a hundred car journeys off the road because we, we cycle as a group of parents and kids to get to school and okay. the kids are all pretty 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 buzzed about it. So you know, and everybody knows that the car, the, the school drop-off is, is a big part of the uh, yeah. congestion problem because it, it just it kind of evaporates in the summer, right, when people aren't going to school. So um, now the reason we have to go as a group of parents of kids is because the roads around where I live in Salt Hill, um, no space has been um uh, made safe for kids to cycle on, you know. There's there's a, there's a few areas where there might be a bit of paint, but if, if a, if a kid can't walk safely in a cycle lane, mm. then they, they can't cycle in it by themselves. You know.
1: So, would you like to see something similar um, to the Dublin City Council Active Travel Plan then introduced where you are?
2: Oh, oh, oh def- definitely. But like always is light years away. We're we're kind of kind of cursed with the council staff we have. Like most of our senior executive, they they drive in from Lochray or Toome. or our recent chief executive is a car commuter from. Kildare, like so, they're they're just the problems they see. You know, they don't they don't see the problems of the people living in the city trying to get in and out. Okay, no?
1: so you'd like to see more more of a focus on the cycle, um, cycle replan then in Galway. Uh, Olivia is with us oh, as well. It's, it's
2: more it's more about um, it's it's just more about efficiency. You know, like there's, okay. there's you know Leeson Street Bridge there. Yeah, Waterways Ireland did a, did a survey in November twenty nineteen, like pre COVID, and they showed that the the, the 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 small two lanes of of cycle path there. Uh, which is only like three metres wide or so that carried 2100 cyclists during one hour of rush hour and then the five lanes of road beside it carried 1200 cars or 1600 cars but it was there's, you know cycleways are just way more efficient for okay, getting people okay. in they
3: huh?
1: st- st- Stay with us on Olivia is with us on the line as well Olivia I believe you live in Ranala what's your thoughts on these new proposed plans?
3: Hi Andrea. Yeah, I am a resident of Renla and a landlady of a business in on Main Street Renla and uh, my partner has uh, is a publican there as well. So we'd be quite involved um in Renla and a family in Bald Bridge as well. But there is absolutely no logic in this whatsoever. Remla is a main busy area. It's in the Notting Hill of eatery, eateries, it's got a lot of pubs, it's a it's a very busy, busy area. Um, you know we've got a lot of businesses so you've got delivery vans you've got a, a Tesco van goes in there at half six uh, in every morning and uh, he has to pull in he has to give deliveries in you've got pharmacies their stock you've got GPs neither stock you've got you know there's so much deliveries that are going in there that that and postal, and generally there's also a residential area so people not everybody is going to get on a bicycle um they're they're not the safest. Um, you know, they're regardless of of uh you know, they're not they're not safe and healthy with regardless of wearing a helmet, you know, they elderly elderly population there. It's just there's no joined up thinking about this. The well, top of Belmont Road, for instance, as you go into Ranlet, that is completely taken over by bicycle lanes. It's actually dangerous and it's actually the bicycle lanes are now actually causing more congestion. And it's actually blocking up as far as the Klonsky uh, Road. I mean, it, it's, okay. I don't understand how that is environmentally friendly just, as if everybody's going to get on a bicycle.
1: Just, just explain, Olivia, to listeners, um, maybe that aren't familiar with the, the Rannell area, like what this proposed change will mean. Because for a lot of people, like while they maybe they might not have a problem with car park and space being removed to get people, you know, into public transport, but it's the idea that the some bus lanes would be removed. Yes. Because that obviously yeah. the bus carries a lot more passengers.
3: It does, absolutely. Like Ranel is very narrow. Like there is there is already some cycle lanes at the top end and at the bottom end of it. The middle section of it is very very narrow already. So for accessibility you've only got, you know, you've got you've got uh, Anna Villa, which is a, a very narrow road between uh, Maxorley's pub and Birchall's pub. And most of the road, it has to be diverted. A lot of the traffic is diverted up there. Um, it's it's congested most of the time. There's rarely a time you would see Ranler not congested. So for people who want ease of access in and out of the city, they don't have it. They really don't have it. Mm-hmm. And a bus lane, you know, I mean, I, I'm not saying that, I, I don't think bicycles adding a bicycle lane is going to solve the problem basically. How is it going to solve the problem? It's just going to take up more road space.
1: Um, you, you obviously, you're in business so you'll be, you know, is your concern then that you'll be affected by the fact that motorists won't be able to park outside the premises?
3: They do and they're, 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 there's, there's a problem with clamping, yeah, there's an ongoing problem with clamping and also with uh, they can't park there. Now, you know, there is, we have a Lewis on one end, we have, we we do have buses coming through but, I mean, huge problem is cycle lanes now are causing major congestion at the moment and have been doing since they've gone up, particularly at that Belmont end of okay. the road. Well, I'd love to chat. there's been accidents because of it.
1: To, to uh, some cyclists, actually, to get your views on this today. 1800 453 106 is the number. Stay with us, Olivia. Um, if you're somebody that's living in, well, one of the routes actually is going to go from Clansky to the city centre route through Milltown and Ranelagh Village. Bus lanes we mentioned there in Ranelagh. Car parking at Merrion Square will go for the new Dublin City Council, at the active travel plans. The others go from Trinity College to Balls Bridge through Nassau Street. And um, yeah, we want to hear your thoughts and whether you think it's a good idea. Elizabeth is with us on the line as well. Um, Elizabeth, why did you get in touch about this?
0: Hi, Andrea. Um, I'm from, um, I'm the secretary of Marion Square Artists Association and um, artists have been exhibiting on Merrion Square for 37 years and many of them aren't young and uh, they have health issues and things like that. So we park alongside our, our little pitch. Everybody gets a small pitch and uh, we exhibit every weekend. And uh, I'm worried, actually, because Merrion Square is actually not a square. A lot of, most of the artists are on the north side, and all those parking spaces will be gone, and it means that, effectively, the council will close down Merrion Square after 37 years, because artists will not be able to, most of the artists will be there, and they'll be gone, they won't be able to come in. You need to sit in your car in the winter, it's very cold, you need to be able to get, even the summertime, it's going to rain. You have to sit in out of the rain. We cover our paintings with plastic and just sit, sit in the car and wait until the rain showers go away. But you need to have your car nearby. You can't lug it across. The, you can't lug all your paintings across the road. Okay. and You can't sit in your car across the road.
4: Are so effectively,
0: other... it's the death knell for Marion Square if this goes ahead.
1: Are there other measures that could maybe be introduced then to try and to to, to solve that problem, Elizabeth, you know, for, for you or for other artists then, if that's the, the concern?
0: Oh, I'm sure the um, City Council, if they put their head to it, could come up with plans. In fairness, actually, I'm not on the north side, I'm on the east side and there's actually parking on the outside, if you know what I mean. The lane, so there's a, a lane for for cycles on the inside you have to be very careful when you're getting out of your car because, you know, you could get creamed by a a speeding cyclist. But for the most part, it's worked out fine because there's a line of of parking on the outside and then there's a safe cycling path on the inside. Um, But um, that can be problematic if somebody opens their door onto a cyclist Mm. who's on the, you know, on the inside. But people get used to it. But um, the plan to just get rid of all the parking altogether is, is... disastrous. Okay.
1: What's the feeling among among other people, Elizabeth, that you've been talking to
0: since this morning? Well, we only saw the the article in the Irish Times yesterday and um, my committee, we've been basically what's happening like mad. We'll try and have a meeting this evening to see what we can do. But I was saying to the artists, maybe they could contact the... um, their city councillors and ask but then as far as I can tell this is a fait accompli. Mm. The the decision has been made they're going to go ahead yeah. with it. I, I don't think they need and to uh, I don't seems think it's a they very need unfair to, decision.
1: Yeah, I don't think they need the approval of councillors actually was what I took from it this morning. The plan to nearly introduce article, it this
0: year. Yes, it seems that we we um we, we regardless of of logic or decency really um we're just going to be put out of business, and 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 Marion Square is a family, you know. We all um, we all get on. People come in and help each other out, and it's a kind of a, it, it. It's worth popping into. There's, there's some very good artists, if I say so myself, and uh, it's you know it's a it's a wonderful thing for Dublin City to have because these are the kind of things that pop up in summertime. This is there. All year round, every single Sunday, if you mm-hmm. go into Marion Square, yeah, no, you'll find an artist and chat to them and get a story with your piece of work. And it's just—it's a friendly, easy place. And we seem to be constantly fighting with city council, even though they're the people we buy the license from. But anyway, um, it, it, here we are in, in back in in the throes again. And as I say. We're heading into a bad patch now because when people are worried about their electricity and gas, they don't buy paintings. And we always seem to be the first to get affected by recessions and things like that. But... The artists are positive people. Okay, balancing
1: back. Do, 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 do you, Owen? You're still with us as well. Like, I mean, you've been listening to Olivia. I know Olivia was talking about the the new uh, planned measures for Ranala and Elizabeth there as well on on Marion Square. Like, you're in Galway. Do do you hear the opposition to this?
2: Oh look, I, I've, I'm a driver myself. We've we've two cars in our family, and um, I, I, look, but but no drivers want want congestion, and all over the world cities are seeing that putting in good cycleways makes city spaces more livable and gets people to where they're going way faster. Like uh, Paris has put in 700 kilometres of cycleways in the last three years. Lots of them going all the way out to the suburbs. You've got kids playing on the city streets again. Uh, London's got kind of cycle motorways uh, that are get people in and out of town much faster. And um, like this is, this is happening all over the world. Um, better in Dublin than it is in Galway. I hear there's a recent good project in, in Cork where you can kind of cycle safely from the east to the west okay. of the city okay. along a protected lane. I think there's one stretch where you've got a mix with cars that are going 80 kilometres and that's a lot scarier than them. Uh, what was described
1: there in the side Marion Marion Square Well funny there's a number of texts coming in actually here about Galway this listener says Galway City is a disgrace in not exclusively um, to blame traffic management the road wards and redesigning of projects that have lasted endless months there seems to be no solution in traffic management and all we hear about is park and ride says this texter
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk.
1: We're talking about these new bike lanes for Dublin city that'll um, actually remove some bus lanes and car parking spaces. It's in some of the busy parts of the city centre. We heard there about bus lanes in Ranelagh, car parking at Merrion Square that'll go for the new Dublin City Council at the Active Travel Plans. The other routes as well from Clonski, routes in and around Trinity College to Ballsbridge as well. But a lot of people getting in touch with us um, in Galway to talk about the situation there. Peter is with us on the line. Peter, you are the manager of the Salt Hill, the, the village, the local group there. I mean, do you think something like this would work in your area?
5: Well, you see, uh, we're we're not really comparing, uh, you know, apples with apples. They're like Ranala Village and Salt <laughs> Village are, you know, just in the volume alone, there's no comparison. Um, so it, it's very hard to, to say how they'd be compared. Uh, where we ran into problems before and listening to your other contributors there, you know, about how if, if you unilaterally impose something on people, they're good. And if you want something that's going to work for the community and if you're making changes in, in the public realm, we realise it takes a long time, having a proper cycling infrastructure would be good everywhere if it was possible. But it has to be, I think it has to be instituted in a way that you don't have winners and losers because if you have that, you're going to have objectors.
1: And do you that's think that's what's that. what's happening here so then?
5: Well, it sounds, yeah. I, I don't know anything yeah. about it except what I've heard on, on your programme so far. And it would appear that there is a group of people that feel that they are being put upon. And the thing we had in Salt Hill and before was when you had a situation where they were going to put in this temporary um, cycleway thing that would have meant one-way traffic in Salt Hill, mm. which would have been bananas. Um, so it, it, when something drops out of the blue like that, that's going to get people's back up. So if, if you, you have to engage with people, even though I know it, it it means that everything is painfully slow so that when you do it it actually will get traction and you're not going to get 100% of the people but if you get the vast majority saying it's probably a good thing for the community in general no that's not an easy thing to do but I think that's the only way to go about Mm. it to be honest.
1: Caroline is on the line as well Peter Caroline is also in Galway and you got in touch Caroline about the traffic situation there.
6: Yeah, um, thanks, Andrea. I'm I'm actually a, a, a commuter into Galway City, so I'm I'm slightly different from yeah. um, okay. the other people, and uh, I I should say I'm I'm a car owner and a cycle commuter. Mm. Um, I take whichever one is faster. Um, the reason I started cycle commuting is because it cuts my journey time in half. Uh, I'm cycling for more and more into Galway City. That's a ten k cycle um, and takes me 30 minutes on the bike and it takes me an hour in the car because of traffic Um, and actually in, in Galway we've got a completely different thing where Galway City Council are trying to increase the speed limit on the road that I cycle in so even though the road is wide enough to accommodate bike lanes it would be great if we had them but at the moment people cycle on the hard shoulder but they're going to increase that speed limit or they're proposing to from 50 to 80 kilometers so what that means is it's going to make it unsafe to cycle, which means I'll be back in my car. Um, adding to traffic. Quite a number of other people. Yeah. And we're adding to traffic. So that seems completely contradictory to all of the talk about, you know, we know we've got a climate crisis. We know we've mm. got to use um, mm-hmm. carbon emission targets that have to be reached by 2030. I mean, we're supposed to be reducing transport-related emissions by 45% by 2030 then that's not going to happen if we're increasing speed limits and pushing people back into cars. Um, And I suppose, I mean, I I lived in Ranelagh a number of years ago. Well, sorry, I lived lived in Dublin and and around there. Um, I think the changes that have come into Dublin are phenomenal. Like, I took a holiday in Clontarf last summer, and I, I drove from Galway, I got a bike, and for a week... I was able to use bike lanes to get around. Mm. That's a week of me not driving my car, not contributing to traffic, that's, you know, yes. not contributing to noise, not contributing to air pollution. And I think those are things we need to think about. Um, and one of your one of your guests who was uh, on there was talking about, you know, Ranala is very narrow and people are using it to cycle, or sorry, they're using it to drive into the city. If you're in your car driving through Ranala, you're not trying to stop and shop in Ranala. You know, so you need to think about what the intention is because if you want people to be able to stop, you know, if you're in a, if you're trying to bring retail into mm. an area, then making it easy for the largest number of people to get there.
1: But was, was, what's interesting about the Randall, um element of the proposals from what I can see is that they're talking about actually some bus lanes being removed.
6: Is that because they don't want to give up parking spaces? Because well, that seems to be a, a challenge in a number of areas. I mean, we've we've seen it in Galway City. Um, like, the resistance has been to losing parking spaces. Um rather than looking at, well, how do we get the maximum number of people to an area? Uh, Ranel is great. It has a Lewis. I mean, it's so handy. You mm. just get off the Lewis. You can walk in, you know, get into it town, everything um, like that. It's, it's very easy, but you have to look at moving maximum number of people. And bike lanes are efficient, whether people like them or not. Um, and I think, as Owen uh, pointed out, you know, if we can get the school's traffic off the road... Like, if kids can cycle to school, if teenagers can cycle Mm. to college. Okay. Uh so many less cars in front of us on the road when we have yeah, to drive. Yeah, and
1: funny, I, I noticed even the difference um, this week. I did a combination of drove in one day, got the bus and, and walked the rest and, and even like the reduction in the traffic on the road this week was you know, certainly at the start of the week, was incredible because obviously a lot of the schools uh, weren't weren't back at this stage. Um, Elizabeth, you're still with us as well. You were talking about your opposition to the... I
0: don't want to give the impression that the artists actually object to cycles routes and things like that i have a son-in-law who who has cycled cross city with um a trailer with a large lurcher in it and a small child in the back and um i'm my heart is in my mouth because the traffic is lethal and people seem almost like out to get them so they do need proper cycle routes Mm. it's just that i don't think that the consequences of decisions are thought through and there is actually an there is an option that they could go the other side of the road and leave or think laterally, maybe even just have the cycle routes for during the week and to let the the you know the artists use it during the weekend because the problem is just cold. Cold call, just saying, stop everything, isn't going to work for people, and it's not fair. Okay, and I, I I just needed to tell you that we are all of us, the artists, we're pro, you know, making the city a more amenable and lovely place to be in. Right. And cycle routes are a good way to go. Okay. And as I say, I'm on the east side, and it's actually it's worked out very well because there's that cycle route on the inside of our parking on the outside. I can park there. Yeah. So, the parking on the north side, I don't know how where the room is. Yeah, OK, fair enough.
1: Uh, just on the point, Peter, there that Caroline made a few moments ago, I just wanted to get your thoughts on this because quite. A, I know we're talking about these changes in Dublin, but there's quite a number of people getting in touch with us now about the traffic and, and cycling situation um, across actually all of Galway, from Toome to, to Salt Hill and, and Caroline talking there about um, Orn Moore as well. Um, the, the plan to increase... The speed um the signage and the road signs that Caroline mentioned i mean is that something are are you, are you opposed to that also
5: i do know i mean i i you see I, I think everything is situational and it, it's i i if that's the dual carriage we're in for more and more um that she's talking about I, there's a lot of space on that road and and i i would have i would have thought the the uh, speed limit was more than that on that anyway, so maybe it's not the dual carriageway. It might be the, the coast road, but it's it's very difficult to compare things. Galway is a really old city. A lot of the streets they're narrow, lines, You know, so going through the city is problematic. We only have a small number of bridges over the car up. so it's it's a difficult to compare. You know, whether you lose car parking here or lose car parking somewhere else. Mm. In Saltil, one of our things with car parking is it's a tourist resort. People, the vast majority of people who come to it during the summer, come from outside Galway. They're not going to walk, they're not going to bike. It's as simple as that. So they've got to get there. So that was one of our main things at the time. So I go back to the point again, is every situation has to be looked at in its own uh, right. And it can't be like, there is no comparison between Ranada and Hill, for instance. That I can see Yeah. In okay future. fair
1: enough, fair enough. David is with us as well. David, you got in touch um from Chum. What's your view on this?
4: Well I just think personally it provides the, the taxpayers' money. Um as it says, I live in Chum, and the cycle club here have been crying for bike lanes. We got them and no one's using them. They're just cycling on the on the road, blocking up traffic. And um, that's what I'm saying. It's just a complete waste of taxpayers' money for the uh, these people. So
1: you have cycle lanes, and you're telling me that nobody's using them?
4: No one is using them. And even the the bike club, when you're coming into from the Dunmore side, and the main stretch of road, they have built two bike lanes, one on each side of the road. And they have never ever use them. I've only seen about a handful of kids cycling on that. And the other time, especially when you're coming in being bringing the kids in for school, they're cycling on the road and there will be a tie back of traffic and you don't think they care about the bike lane.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, look. If there's cyclists in tune, and you want to to give us a shout today, please do so. Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. Chloe is on the line as well. Um, Chloe, why did you get in touch?
7: Uh, yeah, just to say I'm a cyclist and a driver uh, in Dublin City. Now, not every day, but I would yeah. go through Rathmines, Ranelagh sometimes. Um, and I I feel as a cyclist, you have to have your wits about you anyway. Um, I've been cycling twenty plus years. The cycle lanes, of course, are great, but you still get people walking into them you get people parking in them uh, and whereas I'm all for cycle lanes yeah I think it's maybe changing the attitudes of of drivers I think definitely reducing the number of cars going to city centre like if I'm saying going to Ranala, it is usually I just want to stop jump in jump into a shop and get something and it, you know if you can't do that you can't do that in a car whereas on a bike of course you can't so I just find it so flexible being on a bike so I thought I was getting that another point is um recently in Dundrum that's near where I live they mm. changed it through, city, through the town to one way um, and there's a cycle lane going one way now it's wider than the average really which is great but if you're coming the other way down Dundrum you're stuck in the traffic even on a bike Um now you can it's very narrow though so to get yourself I just feel they could have maybe planned that better Yeah So so, yeah. So,
1: the, so the removal of the bus lanes in Ranala that's something that you as a Dublin cyclist would be in favour yeah, of Yeah I think so yeah. because okay. uh,
7: you know through Rathmines they've done that it's, you see a lot of cyclists going through Rathmines there's a lot more space for them because they can go
1: in the bus lane, mm. And they have the um, small little bollard things as well I think they? they're great
7: Yeah which is great because then it stops people driving in or they can't park there um, but just the last guy, too, who said people not using cycle lanes, yeah. like in the, in the cold weather, the, the icy roads and everything we had, no one was using the cycle lanes because they weren't cleared. Like the cars were clearing the roads, so it was
4: much oh, well, safer well, David was there. suggesting now
1: that nobody was, re- that, <laughs> well, people yeah, weren't using them beyond thing. the frost, you know. Uh, David, yeah. like it's not, it wasn't just in the frost weather, was it, that you were saying people weren't using these oh, lanes?
4: Oh, definitely not. This has been all year round. Like the must start to grow up on the bike lines right. not being used. And that is a genuine fact. I have never seen, especially when the cycle club, the ones that were demanding it, and they got it, and they will not use them bike lanes at all.
1: Okay. Well we'll have to get on to cyclists and tune and see what the story is with that. Kevin is on the line as well. Kevin, how do you commute? to work I believe you're in Dublin
8: good morning how are you doing yeah uh, pretty much all the time I would drive in I'm, I'm I'm one of those I'm one of those demonized people who drives in um, uh, occasionally I would take the bus um, yeah I just think there's a there's a gradual creep here I mean um, anyone who's who's kind of had a remote interest in the whole gradual creep of cycle lanes across Dublin um, which is which is great and it really welcomed. But there's a thing called blended transport, you know, um, which I think has been forgotten about here. And, and, and everything, is being, everything is being directed at cycling. And I think that's very worrying, um, particularly in the context of the Dublin City Development Plan. I just wonder you know uh, they've a new plan out since twenty twenty two since November um you know and and it seems to it seems to address cycling as the only and the sustainable means of transport um while they mention um the 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 the, the chapter on sustainable movement of transport um you know they 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 actually increase they they want public transport to increase, which is great mm. and yes they're going to remove. Bus lanes well, that's the bit
1: I can't get like, my head around at all. No, I it's mean like, it's,
8: it's
1: w- whatever about you might make the case, you know, given the conversation around, you know, traffic congestion, uh, environmental concerns. Yeah, okay, you could maybe make the case about car parking yeah. spaces, but the removal of the removal of the bus lane. should the buses take many passengers each day and night.
8: It's bananas. It's just nuts. It, it, it's absolutely nuts. Um, I I just don't get. I, I, you know, there's no... This This lack of joined-up thinking is is mad. I mean, their own... Dublin City Council's own new development plan around transport says that public transport is going to... They want it to increase by at least 3% between 2022 and 2028. So in order to do that, they're going to remove bus lanes. But, <laughs> practically, because that's what they're planning to do. I mean, why? What, what's the logic about it? Is, is, that, know, is,
1: is, is that not a fair point, Chloe? Um... But about them removing, removing the, bus the bus lanes, lanes. No. through Ranelagh,
7: I, I I don't know why. I think that's mad. I mean, I thought, yeah, going more public transport yeah. is better. Now, I mean, I suppose maybe they're thinking the Lewis goes through Ranelagh. Um, it's well enough served. Much of a demand for buses through there, but sure, I mean, unless. You're near a Lewis stop. It's not always working for everybody.
8: Yeah, exactly. The Lewis runs through two areas of Dublin, north to south, yeah. and 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 kind of east to west. Yeah. So and I'd agree with Chloe there. I mean, many of the buses that go through Ranelagh are not just starting in Ranelagh. Many of the buses that go through Ranelagh are coming from areas that are not served by the Lewis. Mm. They're not served by many. My things, own
1: area, actually, you know. where I where I am, the, the, the bus route goes through from from where I am over uh, through Ranelagh. If you're if you're trying to head out even further southside, um, and actually <laughs> that would probably yeah. uh, curtail um my use of that then going forward when this comes comes into effect. Uh, let me bring in Kevin as well. Kevin is on the line too. Kevin, you're looking for more cycle lanes, is that right?
9: Um. Well, more cycle lanes, but certainly more roads that are safe for cycling. They don't. You don't necessarily need a cycle lane to have a road that's nice for cycling. Some of the loveliest places to cycle are just roads that are shared. But what you can't have is that the roads are shared with trucks and with big buses and with things like that. It doesn't, you know, the bigger ones dominate. Mm. So there's loads of roads that are absolutely beautiful for cycling, and people would be very happy cycling around them. But when they're true roads for traffic, traffic will use them as shortcuts. So cycle lanes themselves are kind of tricky, but often if you take a nice road and you just put a, just talking about a bus gate in the middle so that only buses would be allowed through you'd have very little traffic on okay. the road and people would be able to cycle and walk and it wouldn't be noisy um, you, You're, people, people, you're,
1: you're in Galway there.
9: is that right Kevin? I'm in Galway I'm in yeah. Galway City and Okay sometimes...
1: and are you a cyclist as well in, in Galway or a mixture of both? Well,
9: I drive more than I cycle, but right, I'd like yeah. to cycle more. And the thing is, I have young kids, so I'd, I'd cycle around this a lot quicker. But with the kids, now at the moment, my wife is bringing the kids to school. She's doing all that, and I can cycle into work. So I cycle in on her bike tonight. I'm going to pick up the kids, bring them to the music, and she'll cycle home. You know. But we'd love to cycle in with the kids, and the kids like cycling. But there's a couple of roundabouts and stuff in Galway that are, you might as well just call them death roundabouts. And even if there's a bit of a cycle lane up to the roundabout, and you have to deal with that, just with young kids, it's not worth it, especially when you have a car. You just hop in the car and go. And the traffic is pretty bad in Galway, as people might know, but a lot of us just don't have alternatives. The buses are stuck in the traffic, mm. uh, the bikes and stuff. There's just those few danger spots that are fine for grown-ups and for adults and stuff, but they're not they're not fair for children who, who, who aren't big and who don't anticipate traffic. You know, children don't have driving licenses. They don't anticipate what cars will do. They don't even see them. You know, children just think of themselves and go straight ahead. And mm. as parents, it's kind of worrying. So... The, 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 the setup could be an awful lot better. A lot of these roads, if the, if the traffic was confined to the main roads and you could use the small roads for access but not for, for true roads, you wouldn't even need all the consternation of cycle lanes. So, you know, if you have a straight road there and a bus can go down the road, but cars can't go all the way through it. So you can drive down the road if your house is on it or you need to get to the shop or something, but then you drive back the same way. But cars and um, bikes and people walking could go through. What you'd find is a lot of the traffic would disappear. Cars could still access places that they need to be accessing. You could have loads of disabled parking and things like that for people who really need cars and an awful lot of us would choose to switch. An awful lot of people are the same as me.
1: I know, I I can see from the text here actually.
9: Yeah,
8: sure.
1: Quite a lot of people getting in touch from from Galway on this as well. Uh, Let me bring in Kevin. I know I have two, Kevin in Dublin and Kevin in Galway there yourself. I have Norma, I think, on the line as well. Um, Norma, you've been listening to this discussion uh, about uh, the traffic measures being introduced or changed in Dublin.
10: What's yeah, your view? Renola. Yeah, uh, in um Yeah. Because um, I've been uh, going in and out of town all my life by bus, uh, either by Rasmines or by Renella. I'm equally familiar with both. And uh, I'm just horrified at the idea that um, a bus lane will be taken out of Renella, which is a very busy conduit for, um, as uh, I, I gather one of your previous contributors was saying, for people beyond Renela and beyond the Lewis, and 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 uh, with, with with no access to the Lewis, um, uh, buses buses will come through from the Clanski area, and 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 I, I I just I also wonder how this uh, decision is chiming with the bus connects idea. Mm. That was the
1: point I think that one of the Kevin's made there a few moments ago. You know, around the the, the blended integration um, that you have. Are you what part of Renola do Are are you in uh, Norman?
10: I'm in Churchtown. Your Churchtown, but you go yeah. you go through but, it, yeah. I've I, I, I've been here all my life, and okay. I've been traveling through, as I say, uh, Rathgar and Rathmines, uh and also Ramla on my way in and out of town uh, mm. all my life on buses.
1: I think the biggest change is going to be Norma on the. Um, the biggest change will be on. Is it, It's the. I think it's the western side of the road. You know where the bus lane. Um. It, does it start at the junction of Mount Pleasant Place? I think that's the the, the area we're talking about. Yeah.
10: In particular. Well, I mean, when well, you know? I've been I've been coming through Renola, from from town through Renola to Milltown and home uh, all my life, yeah. as I say, on a bus and. And is the Lewis
1: an option for you, Norma, where you are? No, not really. Not from Churchtown, Uh, you see. It's
10: a 25-minute walk to uh, our local Lewis. We do sometimes use it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's a long walk. No, it is, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, This texter here says, the cycle lanes are not being used. I work in Dublin too. And that man is Right. So rare to see cyclists. I find these moves both ageist and goes against people with disabilities or children. Where's the underground system or the tunnels? Then maybe implement these moves moves afterwards, says this texter. Another listener, I live in Windy Arbor, just south of Milltown. I'm a cyclist and a commercial van driver. I say, bring it on. I cycle through Ranelagh more often than not, remove the cars, free up the road. I have two friends who live in Furhouse and could easily cycle to work along the Greenway, then on to Ranala and into town. But instead... They both drive their company cars in, causing more congestion. This listener on the cycle lane from Rathmines to Dame Street, especially Anger Street and George's, full of cars, especially in the evening. What point what's the point in cycle lanes if the guards don't support or police them? And again, this listener, I'm seventy six years of age, have been using the bus all my life in Dublin. I don't cycle anymore, and I'm absolutely horrified at the idea that buses should be inconvenienced in this way in favour of cyclists.